Silvetta, you just watched Solomon take a blade to the chest. He mm -hmm. immediately coughed up some blood. I imagine some of it hit you right in the face as you were confronting him for stealing from you. Both the necklace in his hand that he took from you while you were sleeping and the map that he has taken from you, uh, from your belongings, fall to the floor. You see behind him a, a masked hooded figure in black driving the scimitar into his stomach, uh, pulls it out, blood starts to hit the ground, Solomon drops to the floor. Um, what did you roll for initiative? Okay. So that's gonna put sure. us at a seven. A seven, nice. This is for Eladir. Nice. Uh, for an 18. And the cultists at a 17. Of course. And then the campsite at a nat 20. <laughs> so you move last. First, the campsite starts to stir. Then Eladir gets his turn, then the cultists, then you. And let's do Solomon poetically at the end. First thing that happens is you hear one of the sort of supervisors, foremen, insert archaeological term here, not elderly, but one of the older uh, figures that was here at the campsite um, who you really didn't get to know very much. You were here for a night and a half. One of them wakes up uh, as you they must have either been on, on guard duty or were waking up or something, but they saw the moment that the cultist drove the blade into Solomon's back and he starts screaming, Intruders, wake up, wake up, everyone! And immediately springs to action, grabbing a, a knife. It's the only thing he's got. He grabs a dagger from his, uh, from his belongings and is going to move to protect one of the, uh, one of the other members of the archeological site who you see uh, multiple figures with scimitars drawn hovering over their sleeping bodies. Um, so he is going to move, and that is a miss. So he moves to attack one of them, and both of those figures are able to sort of counter his attack. That brings us to Eladir, who the first thing he is going to do, uh, you see he's, he takes his, his loot and immediately strings it uh, or brings it up um, in front of him like he's protecting it like he doesn't want it on the ground and you see he pulls out his short sword draws his short sword uh, and you see he's just like okay come on come on come on and he starts chanting under his breath and you see he's going to cast hold person on the cultist in front of you um, he's like Silvetta what are we doing and that is a fail for that cultist so the cultist is held in place you see he instantly, as he's he's looking at you, almost, you you can't see his, his face, but you know he's smiling. And you see he looks at you and then doesn't move. And it takes you a moment before realizing you feel that sort of strange aura in the air, 
that only magic gives out. And you turn and look back at Eladir, who is currently eyes glowing, holding the person right there. And he's like, it's the best I can do. That is his turn. He is going to move closer to you, to where Solomon is. He's, he's moving to kind of check on Solomon, looking to you to take the lead. Mm-hmm. Okay. That cultist is held. The cultists, one of them is going to attack one of the sleeping, now awake but surprised archaeologists. The other one that parried uh, the, the attack is going to attack the, the supervisor, if you will. That is a miss on the supervisor, Foreman. He's going to have a name at some point. And that is a hit on the one who is on the ground. So you see the one who is calling for help, telling people to wake up, is able to just barely miss. Uh, Seems to have a little experience with bandits out here, something that you experienced yourself, and seems to have a little bit of combat experience. So he's able to move out of the way from the cultist attack. The person who is on the ground, you see is a younger boy who takes a blade right into the gut. You see... He takes five points of damage, immediately coughs up blood and screams out in pain. The girl who is, was asleep watched this happen in front of her. Her eyes go wide and she starts to scream. That is their turn um, because the other one is held in place. It is your turn. And I'm going to look something up. Okay, how many cultists are there? There seems to be three at the moment. At the moment. That's all you can see, yeah. You see three shadows, three ah. hooded figures moving. Okay... That makes that kind of hard. Uh, the one in front of you actually gets to make a roll. a roll, a wisdom save. They are not very wise. He needs a 13. So he has to hit a 13 because he has a plus a zero. Okay. So 13 or lower, or 12 or lower, and it's a fail. <gasps> fail. Perfect. That is a four. He fails. He remains held in place, caught off guard by Eladir's magic. Um, you are doing what? I am going to reach down to Solomon. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, but I have to go. And I'm going to take my necklace and the map from his hands. And I'm going to... I'll give that to you as part of your movement. Perfect. I'm going to kind of quickly, like, kind of just shove them into my clothes. That way they're secure. Sure. Cartoon, cartoon hiding stuff. Yep. You slip things into your jacket and somehow they're held in place. Um, and then I'm going to just kind of pull out my rapier and just kind of say, Eladir, let's go. We got to get out. He's currently kneeling down next to Solomon. And he's just, like, he's holding onto his hand. Um, you see the blood pooling around Solomon now. And he just looks at him. He's like, we can't, we can't just leave him. What do we do? Um, that is his turn. Uh, you're moving to get out of there? Uh, you do have two horses. We do have two horses. So are you moving? Are you trying to help? Um, I explained like you're, you're standing there. You grab your things. Are you staying in that archway or are you stepping into the shadows? Are you going outside to where the battle is happening? What are you doing? We're going to try to stop these cultists. I think that's our best bet. So um, I'm going to just kind of ready myself to... I mean, am I close enough to that cultist to be able to take it? Like, have I done my action? Like, could I take an attack You on haven't him? done anything so far. Okay, so um, I'm going to take an action. I'm going to... So it looks like we're back. Okay, we're good. We had some technical issues. Hopefully the audio for the first couple minutes wasn't terrible. Um, but it is what it is. You are standing in front of the cultist... Eladir has cast held per- hold person on the cultist standing in front of you. He has rushed to Solomon's side. The cultist that you see beyond the ruins where you are 
have already started engaging with the other members of this campsite here. You are deciding what to do in this moment. You haven't done anything except pick up the map and pick up the um, the necklace. Mm -hmm. So what is Sylvetta doing now? I think I'm going to, I'm going to attack the occultist in front of me with my rapier. Okay. That is going to be a 12 to hit. A 12 just hits. Perfect. That will be five points of damage to him. Five points of damage. Okay. Um, okay. You drive the uh, the rapier right into his belly, poking him full of that that one hole. And as you pull out, immediately blood starts pulling out. And you see him ugh, can't move, killing him slowly there. Um, that brings us to Solomon, who is currently bleeding out and uh, is going to make a death save. That is just barely a success. So Solomon has one success, um, and that brings us back to the top of the round where the uh, that one guy out there is going to, so that is a hit, he's going to deal um, two points of damage to that cultist, Whoa. just barely nicks him across the army here. Ugh. Ugh. And, um, and then Eladir, who he is going to cast Healing Word on Solomon. Um, you know what? No, he's not. He is going to, in this moment, he is not focused on that. He is focused on fight or flight, preserving himself, controlling the situation. He's going to attack that cultist. Um, he is going to take his short sword. Um, in one motion, you see he takes the strap of his loot, puts it over his back, and strings it on his back. And in the same motion, brings his sword up into, or he's going to try to get it into the throat of the held guy. Also, you get advantage because he's held. Oh, okay. So if you want to roll in case you crit. Okay. Just in case. No. Okay. Eladir will roll with advantage. That is a crit on the first one. So you see he immediately, right into the neck, the guy's neck bursts open and starts to spew blood and he goes pale in a few seconds and drops to the ground. That cultist is dead. Perfect. Eladir is going to move out sheaths his, uh, his short sword and using his movement he's going to go to his pack grab his bow and ready it you see he's already knocking an arrow and he's like come on um that is now the cultist turn who are going to the one is going to try and finish the guy off on the ground um which he does uh you see yep just enough hit points brings the sword out and then shoves it right back into a different part in the abdomen and the guy screams out in pain and then goes limp the girl screams even louder, and the other cultist is going to attack the... Uh, that is a nat one. You, you see the cultist is struggling with this one guy, this big, beefy archaeologist. And um, you see as they're struggling, she trips, falls to the ground, and now they are, like, grappling with each other for the blade that is in his hand. Um, so that is what's happening out there. That brings us back to Sylvetta's turn. Um, I'm going to attack the other cultist that killed the, the boy. Um, okay. And try to take him out with my rapier. Yep. That is going to be a 12 to hit. Uh, 12 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Are you rushing out that direction? Yeah. Okay. And so that's going to be... Oh that's going to be four points of damage. Okay, to the cultist that stabbed the boy. Yes, Okay. stabbed the boy. Four points of damage. You cut him across the arm and across... Oh, you have a rapier. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, you slash open the this uh, this robe and you see underneath armor, uh, leather mm-hmm. armor. Okay. Um, but you see, you just catch him in this one point between the armpits, and it slashes him there, and blood sprays across the sand. Uh, he screams out in pain, but he is still up. Okay. Is that your turn? I believe so. Sorry, I'm just looking at some of the stuff that I have. Okay, so I have a question here. Hmm. So I have something called insightful fighting. Um, it says use sneak attack even without advantage. So would I just be able to say that I'm using sneak attack? Yeah, let me look it up just to be sure. This is the only part about rogues that always gets me. Sure. You are doing the inquisitive rogue? Yes. You gain the ability to decipher an opponent's tactics and develop a counter to them. As a bonus action, you make a wisdom insight check against a creature you can see that is incapacitated, that isn't incapacitated, contested mm. by their deception. Okay, so, so if I had done that with that cultist, you can do it right now. You have a—it's just a bonus action, and you haven't used it. Okay, so yeah, I'll... so we can retcon that and say, Perfect. go ahead and roll an insight check. Okay. Against his deception. It's a twelve. Okay. Me in the twelves right now. And a 13. Fuck! Just not quite enough. Uh, okay. You're you're too frazzled. You woke yeah. up to the worst possible thing, which was somebody betraying you. Mm-hmm. And then they had a blade driven into them. And like you have not had a moment to really think about this. So that is unfortunately the roll of the dice. Back to the top of the round, the girl screaming gets up and starts running into the desert. Okay. She is not well, you know what? Let's roll on a let's say what are the odds? There's probably a 50% chance that she starts running. Okay. So we'll say anything under a 10, she runs off into the desert because she is too frightened. Um, and anything higher, 11 or 20, 11 through 20, she stays and tries to help. Okay. That's a seven. <laughs> oh no. She books it into the desert and disappears into the darkness. Okay. Uh, you probably don't even register this. Uh, well, she is screaming. So I'll say that you are aware that she just got up as she witnessed somebody die in front of her and is now running off in another direction. She's about 30 feet from where you are, 35, 40 feet. Okay. There's a couple of people who are sleeping in some of the other ruins who are now coming out uh, with sticks. Okay. They're they're rushing the rest of the cultists, but they're, they need their full action and movement to get up to where they are. Okay. So there's about six people now that are gathered fighting the remaining two cultists. And it is now Eladir's turn, who looks at the boy, looks back at Solomon, and looks at you. I can only save one. Save the boy. He just gives you a nod, immediately goes over to him, and starts whispering. You see his hands start to glow. That's what he is doing. The boy (gasps) comes to life, and now it is the cultist who one of them is going to try and strike. Well, the one that is currently grappled on the ground, we're going to make a contested check. This is for the cultist, his strength check. That is a nat one. This is for the one he is struggling with. That is a five. So he is just able to keep the cultist on the ground and you see that he has now got the dagger slowly. They're doing like a full on saving Private Ryan, fighting for the dagger and the cultist is the one on the ground just going stop, 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 stop. Um, The dagger is getting dangerously close to his heart. The one that you are fighting is going to attack you. Okay. That is a miss. Uh, Actually, AC is a 14. Miss. Okay. He misses, swings the scimitar, um, and uh, yeah, that is their turn. Solveta. Okay, I'm going to attack that same cultist again. Oh, uh, 18 plus 6, 24. 
24. How many points damage? Let's see. There we go. Okay, that is going to be 10 points of damage. Yeah. Um, you, like Arya Stark, you bring the rapier out, and he is in the middle of his attack, and as he's moving up and moving towards you, you just bring the rapier up, and he walks right into it. The rapier goes right into his throat, and he just freezes for a moment, not realizing what's happening before you pull the rapier back out, and his neck literally starts just squirting blood, and he falls to the ground, choking on his blood. He is dead. You see, uh, at this point, it's just, um, what do you do next? The, the boy wakes up. <sighs> he is looking around. Eladir is looking at you. Sylvetta, help them! And he turns and... Um, and you can see that the other cult is still struggling with the guy. Mm -hmm. Quick check just to see. This is the cultist once again. Um, that is another nat one. Wow. And the guy who he's struggling with, oh God. This is six. <laughs> a six, so just a little butt gets it right into him. Uh, you hear the cultist scream out in pain. Oh. That is two points of damage. He's still alive. It's, it is in God. his shoulder right now. He was able to just move out of the way. The dagger is now in his shoulder. What are you doing? Um, I'm going to try to go up and finish off that okay, cultist. Okay, go for it. Um, okay. Let's see. 16, so that is a 22. Okay. And then that's going to be another 10 points of damage. Instantly dead. You bring your rapier right into his back. You hear <gasps> inhale from the pain, and then just the cultist goes limp. Mm -hmm. And you see he stops struggling. The one who's on top just... <sighs> I'm going to um, run over to Solomon in this moment, yep. and I'm going to pull out my one last healing potion. And you do that. As you turn and run over to Solomon, you see two arrows sticking out of him. And you turn and look over onto the ridge, looking over where the dunes are, and you see a figure on horseback, currently Not hand out with an arrow, like the arrow just got loose. And you see flowing black cape in the wind, barely visible, silhouetted against the night sky, barded horse in full armor, clearly wearing armor of their own, and you see another covered face. You can't make out who they are. Put the bow down and start riding off into the night. Solomon has got two arrows, and you look at him, and he looks dead. You see the rest of the campsite kind of comes to. Um, they're all shook. Eladir is currently like standing with his hands on his head, just like looking around like shell-shocked, and he's like, I couldn't get them both. I know, I know, we, you, we, we did the best that we could, Eladir. What do we do now? We can, we're too far from Cantos. We can go to Saval, capital here. Salveta, do you want to keep doing this? And as he asks you that, your brain immediately goes back to that line that your father wrote in the letter. I wish I could tell you more, but I dare not bring either of you into the dangers I am now wrapped up in. I find myself swimming in the dark, but I'm too far in now to turn back. Your father's in danger. That's all you read. And he asks you, do you want to keep pursuing this? We're too far in. We have to keep going. And we need to get away from these people because clearly they're after us. Eladir, I understand if this is too much for you. He puts his hand up. Nope. Listen, when I left Kantos, I said I was in this for the story 
The story's not over. I'm with you, Silvetta. Let's do this. But now you definitely owe me a room. I will absolutely treat you. You see, he, the rest of you um, kind of recover, set up a guard. Eladir is 100% with his bow, just looking out into the night. He helps you guys bury Solomon um, here, literally buried with his work. The rest of the campsite, you see, they get on their horses, and in, as soon as the morning comes, everybody packs up, and everybody, I'm assuming you with them, hit the road, traveling the, uh, the yellow trail here on the way to the capital city on the coast of Saval.